Hey, Robbie. Hey, what's up? How's it doing, man? Doing all good. Nice, nice. Good to hear. Robbie, could you turn your camera on by any chance? Yeah. Awesome. I mean, before we get into the questions, I just want to ask, how do you like Cortland this semester? How's it going? It's good. It's, it's tough, though. Yeah. Yeah. You busy with a lot of work? Yeah. Yeah. What's your major again? Exercise science. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You seem to like that so far? Yeah, I do like it. That's awesome. All right. I guess we, we have a yeah. preset list of questions, so I guess we'll just hop into that. I guess Andrew and I will we'll go one, two, three, four. We'll just switch off each one. Yeah. But, um, so this is That's one fun. of Andrew's. Yeah, this is one of Andrew's questions. Uh, you've had a killer season. What were your expectations going into it, and what was the main change that helped um, you get to where you are today? Uh, the expect expectations have been met to a degree. I, I think I exceeded my expectation a little in the five k. I was expecting to break sixteen. I ended up running a fifteen thirty eight. It was pretty good. I'd say it was a very solid time. Nice. Definitely that is a solid time for sure. Definitely in the ten k, I exceeded my expectation going. 32.55 for my first 10K. I think that was – yeah. And I'm going to be running it again at a, the conference meet in two weeks. I'll try to hopefully break 32.30. Oh, you awesome. Nice. Where are you seated? Are you just seated at your PR for that? Yeah, it's a, it's like top 16 in the conference. Get to go to – it's called Suniac. It's like – Oh, shit. The, the 16th fastest runner is in the conference. Get to go. Oh, I, I awesome. couldn't even get into the 5K this this um. This year, because the times are too fast. You got into the 10K, though, right? Yeah. I'm oh, that's awesome. The 10K. That's insane. You're a freshman, and you got into the to the top 16 in your conference. It's awesome. And I made, I qualified for regionals as well, but I don't know nice. if he's bringing me or not, because because he wants to reset me for the summer. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's great, man. Yeah. So, Why like, are you killing it? In terms of training, what do you think is, like, led from, like, from the difference from Ward Melville to Cortland training? Like, what do you think is, like, helped you the most in terms of like improving your times like so exponentially like running 1539 that's just crazy going up going up to like 75 70 75 miles a week that's been a good position up i think i'm responding well to the distance i've been having good workouts nice you notice the workouts are kind of like longer in volume or my, yeah. more intensity yeah we had like a vo2 workout that was like 800 800 1600 800 then 800 after that oh so wow. i would i would run that's yeah and I'd run those 800s around 227. So 227, 227, then I run a 455. And then another 227, then I close in a two, 216, I believe, for the last time. Oh, time. my God. Wow. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, I felt, I felt wow. very good. Unfortunately, I had a race on Friday, and at, like the Friday after, and I couldn't hit the 455s for back-to-back-to-back to back to back that I was supposed to do in the 510. Yeah, yeah, you're not always going to kill every race, though, you know. Uh, so, like, in terms of uh, – so, pretty much, like, your workouts have been, like, higher volume stuff. It's, it sounds like you're doing, like, a lot of uh, distance for your speedier. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome to hear. Um, I think the longer long runs also help, too, like, going up yeah. to 17 and long runs. Yeah, doing 17-mile long runs. Really, so, yeah. It uh, helps a lot. Speaking of that, um, so you, you've been doing like these, uh, I've been hearing you uh, talk about these like 17 mile long runs, these, you know, you're doing like 70, 75 miles a week. Um, so I was that in peak season. Yeah, peak season. But like, how is that? Um, 
uh, with, with that being said that there's a big difference there between what we did more Melville and what you know what you do now so how how is like the structure of like practice changed like what what does a Cortland uh, practice look like on the daily um so like on Mondays we'll go start practice it's four o'clock practice during the week we'll, mm-hmm. on, on Monday we'll have like an easy like a maintenance run or easy run where we just go out for like how many miles depending on how many miles are out per week you'll do mm-hmm. you'll do core before the run and then you go out and do that run really so so yeah. you guys you, you're doing core before the run that that's pretty never seen yeah. that i, I kind of like that though yeah but it's not fun when you're doing a, but the plank variation right before you go for a run yeah i can yeah, imagine that, must be, that that must be tough I, i'd be pretty tired if i did core before every run too honestly you do that every day or kind of every other day or? depend uh the, like on, mon- on mondays usually we do yeah. Uh, see, the, the weeks vary depending on what race we run per, for each week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you guys have like on and off weeks, or is it kind of just like you guys have like consistently high mileage? During during the winter, around January to March, we were consistently pretty high mileage. Then we're starting to taper down now since it's becoming championship season. So, you think nice. it's more like it's like less mileage, but like higher intensity kind of stuff, or just like overall kind of less? Kind of like what less now that we're getting into a conference, like the regional meets, we need their legs to be fresh to go out and run really fast times. Yeah, that's probably that's probably smart. Yeah, that's awesome. And how, how long have do you think this like training cycle has been as at, at, at like the max? Maybe about like training cycle, like the training cycle. Like like running. like this season, like when did you start like building up a base and then like tapering down like how long has that period entirely been oh okay i started I, during the winter like when i got back home was like when we kind of started to build a base yeah and i ran so like, like consistently like 70 a week from like mid-january off to um like middle of march really, like through march april so until i got to that 10k but i got i would have down weeks of course in the middle of those weeks like obviously i'm not going to run 70 every week for three months that would would it be too so smart interesting no. so like okay. three four months of like pretty high mileage with some down weeks yeah. mixed in there yeah like during spring break i didn't i was at 60 wow i, I kind of went down to 60 miles a week so that's awesome try to get my legs a little bit more fresh i got to your down week that's crazy do, do you do you take any off days like at all like like fully off or no during the um during the 70 weeks i wasn't taking any days off i was going seven days a week Okay, but but during like uh, sixty or like easier weeks, do you take a day off or? Yeah, it depends. Honestly, how I feel. some days I might go out just for like a, a six mile or just to get the legs just just recovery, because sometimes I need more of an active recovery now, or rather okay. than passive. If I really really need, I'm gonna take a passive recovery, but I try to do active recovery because it'll help the legs a little more. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Um, a, a lot of people, I know a lot of people that aren't runners that uh that think like oh you're crazy running seven days a week i'm like well no you know you take a few you know let's say you're doing 50 miles a week like i've been doing then you take one or two days to be four miles and that will be more beneficial than taking a full day off you know yeah because i i remember doing like seven or eight on one of my like the days i was supposed to take off and i felt actually better than the next day of actually running yeah. eight because I, I did the eight extremely slow like like eight hmm. minute pace yeah. So it was a slow run. How how was uh how's so how's like just like the 
area of Cortland like running there? Is it hilly? Is it scenic? Is it... It's it's pretty hilly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, upstate. We had we had a run. I think it was after um, went to this meet in Pennsylvania indoors in Susquehanna. They had like mm-hmm. a massive. We had like a really difficult seventeen miler the next day, and it was it was tough. It was yeah. really tough. We we went to the hilliest part that day. I ran like a sixteen oh nine at that meet that I ended up going and doing a very difficult run and a lift the next day. So <laughs> it got got me it got me very strong though, doing all yeah. this hard stuff. Yeah, I, I keep on I keep on like uh you know with all that mileage and all that like elevation gain like that's probably made a world of difference for you. Um, oh, yeah. I can only imagine. Um. I mean, I, I don't know if you mentioned this, but you so you guys don't do like any cross training or is it kind of like because some of the people that are injured, they are like on the lower mileage scale, they'll go do cross training on the bike for like an hour or so. And right. for the long and if it's like a long day, they'll go like two hours of cross training. Okay. Wow. And you've noticed I've like you never had to do that. That's yeah. that's great, honestly, that your body's responded that well to the mileage, but like in terms of like your body, do you notice any like stressors or like your body acting differently with all the high mileage? Is it kind of just like you just feel better and stronger? I think I feel better and stronger, but I think also the stress from classes doesn't make make doing it any easier. I think it actually makes it a lot more difficult. Right. I mean, I can imagine, you know, you're spending a lot more time like actually running compared to like our 40-ish mile weeks back in high school. So yeah. the workload's probably a lot more so. So yeah, no, definitely. That's, that's amazing that you're able to balance all that. I just um, think and then, the class load, the class load too, just like the classes I'm taking. Yeah. Also, right. It makes the calc, the calc, it taking classes like calculus or chemistry make a difference, obviously. Right. At a yeah. college level and then a high school level. For sure. And then like in terms of like a personal and like social level, like how do you notice like the atmosphere of the team compared to Ward Melville? And like, do you like the team and like the school itself even? I do like the school a lot. I'm glad I chose the school. Mm-hmm. They got the training. Awesome. The training is tough. The, tr- the training is tough. I'm learning to deal with a lot of stress at once, trying to like, you know, balance it out because I've never really had this much stress before. Yeah. Running and academically and athletically, like the pressure to do well. Now that the, the standard is, the, the bar is getting higher and higher and higher every single year. Right. Like I'm going to be think- trying to break 15 next year. And that's gonna that's what I'm really trying to do. For the that's a pretty high goal, and I think you can that's definitely within reach. I mean, you're it's as a freshman reach. running 1539. I mean, you have three three full years left of you know, you know, complete you know, you're just gonna get better as you get older, also. You know, you're gonna your muscles get stronger, you're gonna get the mind show. The fact that you're doing this well this early is you know an indicator of success to come for sure. But I mean, like in terms of like, as I said, like the team atmosphere, I don't know if you answered this question already, but like, do you have a lot of good friends on the team or is there like any yeah. beef or, yeah. Nah, I wouldn't say there's beef, but not now. No beef. That's, That's good. good. I think I get along with everyone well. It's a good atmosphere. And we go out and do things together. Like we have team dinners, we go to the dining halls. It's a team. That's awesome. That's great to hear. So um, this is- so yeah, speaking of like uh, balancing like social life and and school and like the social aspects of uh, of running on the team, uh, how have you been able to balance like your social life, uh, athletics, and academics all at the same time? Um, time it took it took time to do it. Mm-hmm. You just adapted over it took a semester or so. Over the, 
yeah, took me a whole semester last, in the fall to do it. So do you have any like tips or tricks like that you uh, that you use to kind of make more time for yourself and budget better? Honestly, I think it's getting done the hard shit early, like getting the hard, like getting like if you have a class like chemistry or like I'd say get that stuff done first. It's going to like for me personally, it's going to it's a lot harder than than the other classes I'm taking. OK. That's so a good way to go about it. Classes, that class is going to take a lot more effort. I'm putting in a couple hours a day of work into the class. So. I mean, yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely smart getting the hard stuff away first because then everything else is kind of just, you know, easier from there. So you definitely gain momentum once you get past the hard part. It's kind of just downhill. So, yeah, that's great. That's that's a great way to, to manage time in school for sure. Um, but like in terms of like I know a lot of people watching right now are thinking of running at a collegiate level one day or actually are like if Julian's watching this. So like what's one tip you'd you'd give to an incoming D3 or D1 runner or just like anyone trying to run at the collegiate level? Don't get soft in the races. Don't don't be soft in the like in the fourth K of a 5K, just in the middle of a mile race. Just try not to be soft if you can. It's I made the mistake many times. I get reminded. I just don't be don't be soft yeah i mean that's yeah. that's tough honestly because i know when i was like a 10th grader or ninth grader running against you know juniors and seniors back in high school i was pretty intimidated you know i'd get a little you know a little timid or in, especially in races so i think that's definitely great advice for anyone coming in you know you just got to stay confident and believe in yourself not soften up during those in those crucial moments especially with the high pressure so in like in terms of like prs in the future like what what's like by the time you finish Cortland, like what, what can you, what do you want to say your PRs are? I want to be, I want to be in the low 14s in the 5k. <laughs> it's achievable. And I want to, if I could break 30 in the 10k, that'd be phenomenal. That's going to be hard, but I, I really want, if I could break 30, I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, honestly, like with the way you've responded to the high mileage, I don't think that's out of reach at all. Like I know you're still like pretty far off from those goals, but as I said, again, like it seems like the Cortland training structure seems to benefit you really well. Um, and I think into the future, it's just going to get even better for you. So yeah, that's, that's great. I'm really happy for you. The goal is to break records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to break a couple of records in my senior year. In, in terms, yeah. In terms of records, are, are there any that like you look at and you're like, Oh, maybe, you know, school record one day or like relays even, I don't know. My uh, my teammate just broke the five k record. We ran a fourteen. Yeah, I saw that. Now, he ran a fourteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Wow. That is moving. He he's going to pen. He's going to pen on competing in the five k th on Thursday night. That's great. Damn. Yeah, we. Yeah. Ivo, I I know Ivo was one to run at pen. Especially as a relay team, that would be awesome. You know, junior year spring we got kind of snubbed, but. Who knows what would have happened, honestly. That would have been pretty awesome to bring a four bite there or something. So I think I could make it to Pat my senior year. That's that's the goal. To be able to go one year. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you do you know the standard for I that? Can. Or is there kind of like a placement or something like that? Or it's twenty nine fifty five for the tank. Twenty nine fifty five for the ten K this this year and fourteen fifteen this year for the five K. I mean, hey, yeah, as an upperclassman, like if you're, it's aligned with your goals perfectly. So that'd be an awesome opportunity to run at Penn. Um, in terms of any other like big races you want to race at one day, like milestone races, like do you have any in mind other than Penn? 
Uh, nationals. I want to go to D3 Nationals. I want to make it. <laughs> That's dope. You think you'd do that as a relay or individually or maybe both? Or? I think I could I think I think could go in, either in the 5K or the 10K. I think okay. I got a shot. Definitely. No, I, I see it in you for sure. I mean, I know we never got the chance in high school, but I mean, in college, this is your perfect time to shine. And, you know, higher mileage, who knows, you know, how far that'll take you. Um, but like in terms of like your racing schedule this past, you know, two semesters, you've had a lot of races under your belt. Like, what do you think your favorite race has been from these past, like, few seasons and why? Um, I think it was the 10K that I ran a couple of weeks ago at uh, Widener. Yeah. I ran my 20, 20, or no, my 32.55 under the lights. That was a great, great atmosphere. I had everyone cheering for me. Just, it was a great day. Hey, wait, where was that again? Uh, Widener University in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Awesome. And so you, you think you're like going to transition to, like, more 10K or 5K? Uh, I think I'm going to be like for, for this season, I'm going to try to really focus on the 10 K more. Yeah. That makes sense. You, you kind of have more of that frame, but, but 5k is still your real house for sure. I think. And uh, um, for the, for the next coming seasons, I think 5k, 10 K, I, I can't see myself really leading those two events in, in the track season at least. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I agree with that. Like for you, especially you've always been like, kind of more of like a higher mileage kind of you know person especially in the two mile in high school you're going head to head with anthony i mean that definitely seems to be your strong suit um but like in terms of like you're racing this season like when is your last race and do you have any plans to race over the summer or is it all just going to be kind of like a long kind of build up for cross country i think i i, I haven't decided quite yet about races over the summer but i may, I may decide when i get closer to it but i might do a, a road race or two like a 10k maybe a 5k to see Definitely. what kind of shape I'm in. That'd be cool. And in terms of and in terms of this season, what did you already have your last race, or you so oh, you said you were going to um right that's Tuniac, yeah. Is that so that you're gonna cap it there? Yeah. Awesome. That's a good so. one to cap it on. It's yeah, no, definitely. I mean, top 16 in the in in SUNY schools as a freshman, that's just that's unbelievable, Robbie. Honestly, like yeah, really, really. yeah. But, um, depending so, who enters it, they'll they'll like scratch a couple of people because I'm like 18 right now on the 5K. So, oh okay, oh could, so it's like divisions and counties. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like they could scratch. They could scratch people. Like for example, Geneseo has like a bunch of guys in the in the 5K already, so they 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 can't have a certain amount of the scratch. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Geneseo is like a powerhouse team, right? They're like the North Port of of uh, Suffolk County. Yeah, that's what I've heard. They're crazy good. Yeah, absolute beast. So you guys like kind of like rival them or? Yeah. Like you have a rivalry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, two Sunnis, two, two, two good Sunnis that uh, especially like the distance stuff. Um, yeah, it's got to be pretty intense competition. Yeah, definitely. And in that's terms of fun. like coming into college did you have any doubts about being a collegiate runner like what were like your biggest fears and doubts like coming into cross like you remember your first couple practices like what was going through your mind like even for the first race honestly it wasn't first cross season wasn't fantastic my ak's weren't what i want them to be i didn't even break 20 28 in the ak it was pretty if i did it thought about it now i would think oh this is this was god awful yeah so it was my first season 
I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely there's kind of that learning curve coming into it. And then how do you feel like your, you, you feel like your summer training was kind of indicative of how you performed or was it kind of like you had a nice summer training and then like the races just didn't seem to come together? I had a nice summer training, but then the races didn't come together quite. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. If you, if you could do anything different in the cross season, like do you think, do you think you could go back and maybe try something differently or was kind of just the pressure of, uh, you know, transitioning to college? Honestly, I thought it was just because, like, I wanted – I explored a lot of very much socially the first semester. Like, you know, I went out to a few things, just met some new people, that kind of stuff. I think it affected my training the first semester. Yeah, but it's kind of important to make those mistakes, like, first semester. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Definitely. get that all out before, Like, going out you know? to parties, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to meet people. You got to, you know, explore. And, and honestly, good on you for doing that. Um. I think that like a lot of people can get bogged down in their training and, and in school and, and not develop that social circle. Yeah. Um, and like that, that'll benefit you down the line, to be honest. So, you know, it's okay uh, to have like one bad season. You've had a great winter and a great spring and, you know, I'm sure next cross season, you're going to be just a fucking beast. I'm trying to break 20, 26 in the AK. Oh, you cool. got that for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, so, like your 10K pace is basically kind of like that. I'm not really sure if that translates exactly, but I split a 26-20, I believe, 26-20 around in the AK. I, I mean, what? yeah. What? If that doesn't say it's like a 26-20 or 26-30. It was like around that. What there. the hell? That is insane. I yeah. it's really you hard to like take into Oh my god. That is that is super fast. Yeah. God damn. I was averaging like because at the, the beginning, I think the first mile I came through, I was like. I was supposed to do like 79 per 400. That's my coach has these race plans that he has. Like he'll set us up to like run a good race. He's like, all right, try to the up, stay with the upperclassmen and stick to 79 per 400. I think try to do that. And I try to, I stayed behind like the upperclassmen will pace us through. I tried and I end up going like 78 seconds a couple of the laps before I came through mile one around 516. And I was like, all right, I, this is got to stay committed at this time. That's uh, going through. I can't imagine a six mile race though. I, I've never experienced that. Can, can you, cause uh, I mean, we only really raced up to 5k in high school. Can you, can you describe what it was like to race like your first 10k or 8k, which are like, you know, that's like a full five, six miles. I mean like on the track too. That's just yeah, like, on the track. like, I just get like, what's going through your mind during six miles on a, on a track. Um, I would be honest here. It was easier to do it with having the upper crossman pace us through like the first 6k of the race. You had we could just stay on them, just stay connected with them. That was the goal of the first six kilometers of the race. Then the last four K, it's like, all right, that was time for us to do the work. They're gonna pick up the pace, but then now it's time for us to really race it. Is this where it's gonna count? It's time to not be soft now. For a whole four K. <laughs> that's like a whole yeah. a whole fifteen minutes uh, almost of not being soft. Like that that's gotta that takes a lot of grit. And uh, I'm sure like the higher mileage has, has helped you out with uh, maintaining yeah. that sort of pace and stuff. Uh, I, I've been hearing that more and more recently. Um, that higher mileage is really, really beneficial um, for that kind of that kind of strength that, that you've been exhibiting this this, uh, this semester. Um, but w with that being said, I, I kind of had a little bit of an off topic question. Um, I was kind of interested to see like what your daily life was like. Like, can you take us through like basically a day in, in the life of, of Robbie Davidson uh, as a, as a D3 athlete? All right. 
So I wake up around like a, a little before eight o'clock. I go get breakfast. I'll do I'll do some homework before I go to my classes for the day. Depend. I have a class around ten o'clock on Mondays. When Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'll get, try to get as much work as I can done before class. Then then I go like I have two classes like back to back. Then I'll have like a little bit of a break. Then I'll then I go to another class. So I yeah. try to do as much work as I can during those periods. Mm-hmm. And then you go to practice. It, yeah, because on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll have calculus, chemistry, and uh, writing. So those would be my oh. three classes. Sounds so like I a fun to, day. Ooh, yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. But then I'll try to get as much work as I can done before the class starts. Okay. So, you know, so like what do you do? Tasks, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you do after your practice? Um, just go get dinner. And uh, on Mondays, I have I go to a chem workshop. So it's basically like almost like extra help. Mm-hmm. It's like optional, but you could like you pick like a time slot depending on who your professor is. So I, I go nice. to it every it's Mondays of eight. 8 to 9 30 hour and a half you just do like practice chemistry problems like a group of people helps helps understand the topic a little bit better if you're struggling in class you know stuff it's beneficial so it's kind of like an office hours, Monday, like it's more it's more organized like you have actual like questions it's student it's yeah it's like student-led like oh. it's like one instru- my person who did like well and like i'm taking general chemistry too right now it's like one oh, person awesome. that yeah. did good in the class like instructs the class and you think that's like you see like any of those questions on the test like you see like yeah yeah that's awesome i think it's, I think it's good baseline more than anything not a, not as much the exact questions but it's a good starting point to get right to right right and like i i know this is kind of off topic again but like when does one start kicking for a 10k and have you noticed like your kick improve with you know the higher mileage and everything like i'm assuming it would but like I know that's something that you you kind of complained about in high school like you feel like legs weren't under you or, or something like that uh, weight lift doing endurance and strength lift like consistently like one one strength lift and one endurance lift a week helps just eating more you know that kind of stuff just do, doing stride outs that kind of stuff if you're because when you're doing high mileage you trade speed for endurance and in terms of outs. and in terms of like the kicking like, you notice like you start like kicking it in like what like half a mile before like the finish for a 10k because i feel like you can't just leave the last lap obviously you could do it a little bit early, maybe, but like you don't want to go like a full out sprint like you would in you know eight hundred or right. fifteen hundred meter race. It's got to be like way more subtle, kind of like yeah. gradual kind of kick. Yeah, I actually ran a fifteen hundred a couple of days like on Friday. Oh, how'd you do? How'd that go? It went all right. I ran a four fifteen. Not, not, I should have broke four ten, but that's, you know it is what it is. That's not too bad. That's like four. That's still a PR, right? Yeah, it's like I, I think it's like four thirty, like four thirty around. If I yeah, would have raised yeah. the extra hundred, I would have run uh, like four thirty-one. That stuff. That's amazing, Robbie. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's a that's great. It's you're not training that. Yeah, because I was trying. I was trying to go for I'm sub four ten, but. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. You you will get there. Trust me. Like as I said, like speed and endurance, like with time as you get older, like you're still adjusting. Like I know, like you're doing really well with the training, but you're still gonna full. Your body's still fully adjusting to like all this training, college, all of that. So it's just going to get better from here. I'm sure of it, you know, uh, hopefully you won't run into too bad of injuries or anything like that. So, and in terms of like, you, you talk about um, endurance and strength lifting, like what's the difference between those? Like I have an idea in my mind, like endurance kind of might be like lower weight, higher reps, or you want to just walk us through like the, your lifting routines. 
endurance lift is uh, grueling, mm -hmm. very grueling. I never, never enjoy. It's like we have like lift E for endurance and lift S for strength. So like lift E will consist of Bulgarian split squats, side step ups, uh, like single arm, like dumbbell bench, that kind of stuff. So is it high reps? I would assume. Yeah, and then it's like pull ups, it's like five sets to failure. So. Oh wow, it's oh, bad. That's oh, tough. Doing an AMRAP. That, that that's an AMRAP workout. That fucking sucks. It's it's like three. It's three by thirty Bulgarian on each leg. Three by thirty side step up each leg. Then you do. It's like total of like forty on like for bench, like dumbbell wow. bench. Then you do. Then you do pull ups five till failure, and like I I. I I, I usually hit the most reps on my first set, and then I start per exponentially getting lower on the pull-ups. I fatigue oh. quickly, and the so rest is quick and short. Are those like at those? I'm assuming those are not on workout days, right? That has to be after like an easier. Uh... Oh no, it, it was on. It was after we did. We had them after we did a VO2 workout back in the winter. Wow. We'd, we'd have VO2, then we'd go do lifting. It was it was pretty bad. Oh my lord! So you must be you must be in pretty awesome shape right now, honestly, with everything you're going through. Yeah. That was during the that was during the winter, like between January when we got back in March. I was doing right. well. Like right. You kind of build that, that strength time. and that carries on through the season. Yeah, for it's easy to get sick too where you're doing it. I know I'm I'm kind of I'm not in the best, like I feel like a little sick right now, but it's it's easy. You'll you'll get sick when you get to college at least once. Yeah. In I your know, freshman I year. Lot, so. I got I got sick twice my first semester and I got I got sick once. I'm trying to, I'm almost out of it right now, but yeah, no, but so, so do you, do you lift like only early season pretty much? No, we had a lift. We had a strength lift today, but lifting is really during the peak season. Oh, okay. So you, you lift during peak season. But we still, we're still lifting right now, but not, we're doing the strength lift right now. Only strength lift. Oh, so strength lifts during peak and then endurance lift during like pre season. Just during during the peak, you do strength and endurance. One usually strength lift is on our Sunday, our Sunday practice. After okay. it's like long, it's like long run lift, like long run plus lift ass usually. Okay. Like so usually I, I, that's Sundays. That, that's like pretty much every Sunday. Sometimes okay. on Sundays we'll have like a long run workout where we do like we we have like lactate, which is like like faster than tempo pace, but like slower than VO2 pace. So for me right now, it's like 528 per mile is VO or lactate pace. That's wow. that's so you guys, you guys, really, had, you guys really diversify your training in terms of like tempos, thresholds. Lactate. And yeah. Yeah. Lactate is, we had, we had one workout on Sunday. It was like, I think it was like so, a total of seven lactate miles, like all together. Cause it was like two, it was like the first part was like two, it was like two by two miles at lactate. And then it was like, you, you know, you do like a four mile in between and then you go do one by three or three by one mile lactate. I could, I'll send you a picture of the workout once we're done with this. So you're but it was, it was probably the four mile tempo at 528? So what basically it was is, um, so we start out with like a three mile warm up, and then we go into two. So it's like two mile, it's like two by two mile lactate. So then it would be two miles lactate, it's like two minutes rest. Then you do another two miles at lactate. Wow. And then you then you take a like a four it's like four miles but in between the workout then you do you do three by one mile at lactate and then you go for like a like a three mile cooldown at the end because that totals it it it's supposed to total your uh 
your long run. So like if it, if I'm at 17 for the week, I'll total like 16. Yeah, that is literally that's, that's, I just got into my head. That's like it's 16, it's, it's god awful. It's that's, god awful. Wow. Like a two hour workout. Oh my god. It's 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 awful. Wow, that's really interesting. It's 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 a tough one. We had the seven lactate miles total. It was my legs were feeling crap. It was I mean, really so tough. you must you must be appreciating this nicer weather recently with all the time you're spending outside, right? Yeah, it was. We did that. We did that with the um couple weeks ago when it was still like freezing cold uh, here the weather yeah. of central new york is extremely unpredictable yeah yeah it's no, bad it, it's 81 it's gonna, today right it's gonna snow in two days yeah i guess be, this weather be screwing me up man upstate weather is literally the weirdest thing i've ever witnessed in my entire life i'm like looking at the oh, weather absolutely gonna go from 77 to 35 in like two days so yeah it's, no, it's it, crazy yeah no it's so insane uh, it's so different that i've never experienced weather like this yeah i mean april is very weird april is a weird one i mean i know it's been all over the place for us here in syracuse and i'm sure you know binghamton's probably the same thing yeah in Cortland, we all we all I'm right between you guys right like three days ago or yeah it was like snowing a couple days ago yeah no like, what's up had, with that yeah we got a full foot and now it's 81 degrees today yeah what yeah. the heck absolutely crazy how, how has been like dealing with has that like affected your training at all? Like I, I felt that it's, it's affected mine a tiny bit. It just affects like, honestly affects the immune system a lot. It's like changing. And I think that could be getting me a little sick too. It's the change in constant weather constantly. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's really unpredictable. It's just the fluctuations, especially, especially here in Bing. Uh, I, I'm not sure if, if you guys are like in, in a valley, but mm-hmm. if you're in a valley, which we are, the weather is like on crack. Like, yeah. Just I remember hot or cold. I went to Bucknell and raced a couple weeks ago. That was when I had my, my shit race. You know, we got, got a lot of shit for it, but, but it was, it was like 70 degrees that day at Bucknell. Yeah. And like, I didn't, I, I don't know what I remember getting like, I mean, I know I was like nervous and stuff before that beat too, but it's just that yeah, the weather didn't help either going for I me. Mean, it was, a, it was, it was beautiful outside. It's just the, the, the sun beating down on you. I wasn't used to it. I was used to the cloudy weather I had in Cortland here. Right. Yeah. No, I, I go for like a five mile easy run today when it's 80 degrees. And I'm like, I feel like ass. Cause it's super, super hot in comparison to what we're used to, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty tough. tough Robbie, time. is there anything you want to ask us as like, you know, a head start team or anything you want to talk to us about? Um, what are ways with doing with like bad races? Because for example, at the Bucknell, I raced at Bucknell like a couple, a couple like two weeks ago. I remember running the fifteen fifty eight. I was, I was very, I was pissed for like the top like twenty four hours after I raced. Like I couldn't stop thinking about the five k. I was like, damn, I almost wanted to do a full long run like the next day or the day, the like, two days after, because I was just, I was just so pissed. I know for me, how I raced. Like I was very mad. Yeah, it blew up. No, that, that's a totally natural reaction. I know, like, in high school, I get very angry. I know Anthony especially got very I, got, I puked uh, twice after, I puked t- twice in the first t- 10 minutes of the cooldown. Jesus Christ. I mean, I was, so it was a bad day. You laid it all out there for sure. But I think the two things that, that I try to focus on after a bad race is, like, one, can you say that you tried your best? And two, like, put things in perspective. Like one bad race does not define who you are. Like you have so many more seasons, like, especially as a freshman, like, I guess the best kind of advice is just like, move on. Like you have other races to come, like 
take what you can from that race, like pick it apart, see where you like went wrong. Or if you just felt bad, then, you know, that's just the day, like how you wake up, like you feel differently every day, you know, it's some things are just out of your control. So I think you just have to balance what you can control and what you can't control and, and kind of take the lessons from that and, and just move on to the next race. Cause as you said, like you're looking forward to running at SUNY, SUNY AC. So, I mean, that's going to be a great race and you just got to like look forward to that and trust that, you know, do everything you can to prepare yourself for that race and feel good on that day and trust your, trust yourself, trust your coaches, trust your training and literally just go all out there. Like as you're one of the, like the grittiest runners I know, like you'll always leave it out there on the track. And that's, that's how you can trust yourself. You know, if everything else is out of your control, like the weather, like everything else, like you can control, you know, your effort. And that's, that's the main advice I got for you. Yeah, I definitely agree. The only time I think you should be genuinely mad after a race is if you did not try your hardest. Um, you know, if, if you went all out and, you know, let's say you went in with a bad race strategy or let's say you, it just wasn't there that day, you just weren't feeling good, you can't do anything about that. And, you know, as a person who's had plenty of bad races, um, if you sweat over every single race ever, it just, it's going to be a, a spiraling effect and not that you shouldn't be mad about a bad race, but like you should, you should, you should actually, I actually think you should contain that anger. Like you should, you should be mad. I, I was, I was really, really pissed. Yeah. Right. You have to harness it uh, in, in a smart way. Right. And I think you, you should, you can let that fuel you like towards your next race, like be mad about it for a day or two, like really think about it and, think about what, like, if you did anything wrong or if you didn't just like feel those emotions of anger. And then, you know, after those couple of days, you gotta, you gotta let it go and look forward to your next one, you know, focus on your training, let it fuel you, you know, but, um, anything else in regards to questions or comments? Yeah, we, got a, we got a minute and, uh, 20, 25 seconds. Um, sure. I think, cause I've been on, I've been on a roll and then that just, this one race just comes and I end I, I, the last like couple of K I was running like, I had like a 320. I think that's why I was, the coach was just so mad. He knew I was like, it was like, I kind of blew up. Maybe it could have mentally checked out, but I didn't, yeah. I don't know if I mentally checked out, but I just wasn't feeling good at all that day. Yeah. You know, like, that's something that's kind of out of your control sometimes, you know, dude, sometimes you just don't feel good on a certain day, you know, running yeah, you 320s can't. at the end of a 5k is extremely disappointing at this point in the season for me. No, my coach is like, all right, you should be running like, because we were the plan was supposed to go drop from 74s to go 73s for the last 3k. Right. I I, cer I certainly did not do that. That was the that was up the I went in the opposite direction of that the plan was supposed to go. The good thing is you know you can do that and you know that you can get back to that. Absolutely can. Up. Of course. I absolutely yeah. can do it. I just it's not I the gotta, end of it. I gotta I gotta put it together for one right. race. Robbie, best of luck to you at SUNYAX and the rest of your season. I hope it goes really well. Um, thank you so much for coming on and, and speaking with us. We really appreciate yeah, talking to you. Pleasure, Robbie. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Good luck with the rest of your season, man. It's a guys. Peace. Yeah. Peace out.